Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. So, is there any movies you want to talk about on this pod? Um, I haven't actually seen anything. I saw I saw Far From Home, but I haven't I haven't gone to the movies because I'm terribly busy nowadays. So there's not. I mean, when I do go, me and Diana go, and we just you know go to get away. But uh, I, I'm not as active in see, seeing the, the seeing the movies anymore and going to the movies. Going to the cinema. Yeah, that's not uh, Michael Fassbender. German cinema. German cinema. Um, so today we have a very special guest, and by we I mean myself because Josh is too busy being in New, New Jersey. Joycey. He's going to Joycey to see all the Italians. Oh, is he in Jersey? He's uh, on business right now. Business. Right. I was I was on business in L.A. a couple of weeks ago. Ooh. And, Better than uh, Jersey. Definitely less Italian. Yeah, it was. <laughs> they, it was. It was the last week of June, and they have this thing apparently called the June gloom. Okay. And it's where the first half of the day is just miserably cloudy. Okay. Oh. And then right around 3 p.m., the sun comes out and it gets unbearably hot. Huh. But, uh, yeah, so went to L.A., got to say that I saw L.A., got to drive through downtown L.A., but uh, got to see, uh, I think it was, I, I drove through Compton, so okay. I, I got to see Compton. because So was, you were straight out of Compton. Yeah, so I, I, came, I went straight into Compton, and then you I got straight, straight out, out of Compton. Compton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, I went, I went on business, just went down to uh, meet some uh, meet some people that I've been working with uh, here lately. But, yeah, I would not, I would encourage you to go to L.A. just to say you've been to L.A., yeah. but I could not make a living out there there is so many people yeah there's just like a, a bunch of producers just chomping at the cigar going ah, yeah. you want to be a star in this town right. guess what honey you're gonna have to do some sexual favors that's, for that's me. exactly what it's like <laughs> um, you walk into the uh the local dunkin donuts because yeah. that's in every single big city and you're just like, excuse me, sir, can I have, like, a chocolate eclair? He's like, you, you want a chocolate eclair in this town, son? You'll never work again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, when, so, uh, you would think, so, out in California, you know, it's, it's, it's almost just the central part of civilization on this side of the world. Yeah. And so, you would think, oh, I'm, I'm going to go start up a business. I'm going to go do it in California because it's on the coast. If I need to ship something out from, you know, if I want something made in China, it's just right there. All the ports are there. Yeah. It's, it, apparently, you know, you can just go over there and start up a business. I mean, cost of living is insane obviously yeah but um apparently it's 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 easy to start up a business because of all of the connections you can make out there mm -hmm. but apparently uh it's really hard to keep a business because california uh thankfully has these very strict uh like unemployment laws like you can't just fire somebody mm -hmm. to fire them yeah. they have a uh, they have a, some regulations where if you want to fire someone you have to really do have your ducks in a row or else you can lose a lot of money and that person can sue you and make a really good case for it so, so, you know. so what you're telling me is that people in california unlike people in georgia have yeah. workers have right yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know basic human rights so yeah, uh, Josh texted me, you know, doing the due diligence of the pod, and he said, dude, he's like, listen, I saw this Jewish-Italian woman, and it took everything in my power <laughs> not to say anything and be like, yo, what's up, you Italian bitch? I'm like, I agree. Like, I, I posted on Twitter the other day, I said, uh, brother, I may be Irish, but at least I'm not Italian. 
but no, we're we're hitting on we're hitting on the Dagos but a little too much. LA, what, what's great about LA is it's 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 insane how diverse it is. So I went to an In and Out. I was the only white person there. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm not kidding. It was it was it was it was actually pretty great. This is what I, this is what being a repressed minority <laughs> means. Okay, I walk into an In and Out. I expect everyone to look like me, and they're all just saying, "Oh wow, here comes the white person." Yeah. No, I, I walked in. I sat down. I ate my burger, and I was extremely comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I really was. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, this is great. So, You're not like. Uh, since this is a Leave the Left to Us podcast, we do have to shit on the Lib Thems yeah. just for a real yeah. quick. So you're not like a Lib Them who's like, oh my god, we just... Listen, Rihanna... Listen, girl. Rihanna has just killed it in the business. and But then she's like... She goes into a, like a predominantly African-American oh. neighborhood and rolls up the window and locks yeah. the door just like, hmm, yeah, yeah, please leave me alone. He yeah. looks like a criminal. No, sorry. I forgot to mention that I actually canceled it in, in and out, so I don't go there anymore. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah... Oh no! Uh, in and out's great. Uh, I mean, that's probably that. I mean, you should probably go to LA just to say you have it in and out because you know they put the Thousand Island on their burger. Oh my yeah, God, it's really good. Um, but yeah, so I, I spent a day there and I got the hell out. And the LA airport's awful. I mean, Atlanta's pretty bad, but the uh, LA airport is a nightmare. Are they so so? We'll get to the topic of cinema and shortly. But is uh is Los Angeles like? the other big cities where like people are assholes until they're not like because in in the south right so uh-huh. so uh being from georgia uh-huh. you know you have uh-huh. people who are extremely a lot of people uh-huh. who are extremely nice uh-huh. but they're like now come on in shake the cold off you know oh, yeah. have you some sweet yeah. tea and some <laughs> cornbread blah blah as long as you're white and christian yeah. you know, like, yeah. oh yeah so they have this weird like friendliness to everybody as long as they're like they fit right. their specific right. criteria whereas like in big cities you have people who are like i'm fucking walking over here yeah yeah, like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. And they're like you give them just a little bit of southern kindness and they're like oh i'm sorry too like, right yeah well here's the thing i saw somebody put this in perspective on twitter the south is surprisingly diverse and it's just being held hostage by our right wing you know alt-right government yeah <laughs> so it's uh yeah, it's it's. I think there it, it is diverse. If you go to Atlanta, I mean, it's the exact opposite of that. Like, it's nice, but it's not. It's inclusively of you know of, of people of color, and that's that's all it really is. And it's it's really comfortable. And I mean, I, I the only thing that would probably keep me from living in Atlanta is just how busy it is. And yeah. I've just I, I've never grown accustomed to it. And that's the thing that stressed me out about being in LA. It's just like just to get from point A to point B, it took me twenty five minutes, and it was only like three miles. Well, so. what what I find hilarious is that like when going to Atlanta or when, when you meet people who live in Atlanta, especially like white, like middle class white women love to do this. Yeah. When they're in Atlanta, they're just like, oh my God, it's oh, so diverse. Yeah, like, it is yeah, literally like the yeah. entirety of the world. Like, it's so pretty too. It's like, like when you're walking in anywhere. Night. Like, yeah, what are you no. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just have like this, uh, this like romanticized like yeah. view of Atlanta. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, so anyway, so mm-hmm. Austin, the uh, resident, besides uh, me and Josh and Cole, who are you know uh, white men in our twenties, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we like we like movies. I'm another white man in my twenties. It's hard to disappoint you. <laughs> so we decided to diversify it up, you know, just like have more inclusion, and we decided to bring another person who is a white male in their yeah. 20s who happens to love movies to talk about the state of cinema because I don't know you know uh, 
politics are depressing, right? Yeah, trust me. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and talking about politics 24-7 is depressing. So I wanted to talk about something that's even more depressing, and that's the state of uh, cinema under capitalism. Mm-hmm. So let's say so you've seen Spider-Man: Far From Home, right? right. Well, b- b- I think before we should just jump into that, I guess we could get a little bit more general. When, and when we say okay. like a little broader, when we say cinema under capitalism, we mean under Disney, right? Yes, so, under Disney-fied, yeah. So it's long may it rain for a thousand years. It's gosh, it's it's terrifying. Yeah. It really is because at the end of the day, you know, there's a small group of people that are going to decide which stories are told and mm-hmm. which stories are put out into the world. Yeah. And, you know, the, the the sad thing about it is when you slap the Disney brand on it, you know, and this it's 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 really gonna have a draw. Yeah. But it has the draw for the wrong reasons, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think Disney makes consistent quality but the biggest problem with Disney is now that they own like literally everything in cinema, the the indie film and like just the mid-budget mm, film right. is a dying breed because now you have like I tweeted this out the other day and I said like you know I've been a Marvel fan my entire life and just the oversaturation of just like Disney in the market right now makes me like consistently like get madder and madder at Marvel which isn't it's not, it's not Marvel's fault it's like you know it's it's the Marvel company's fault owned by Disney you know, um, and it it's uh, yeah. We cinema um, now, like it's rare to find like good films, and like it's even rare to find just films that are original. Oh yeah, and and I don't know if you've seen Midsummer. No, I haven't. We we want to, and I. I don't know how, but as much time as I spend on the internet, I have not been spoiled. I, don't, I, I have no, I have no general knowledge about it at all either. That's good because, like, yeah. Midsummer to me, like I walked out, like I actually liked it more and more. Right. Um, the longer it's been going, like the longer I've been thinking about it. But to me, Midsummer is uh, literally like just a beacon of hope, right? Because it's like. This this uh, you know more widely released um, like lower budget film that's the vision of one guy right like the auteur and you know regardless of the quality at least like a twenty four films are doing something different yeah. and like not rebooting. Uh, yeah. Not having a live action line. Yeah. I was I was gonna ask is, is it a twenty four because I don't watch movie trailers anymore. They, I guess that's a good thing, but yeah. it, it's pretty great. I, it's it's been a tough commitment because I haven't. I don't honestly. I don't think I. I, mean, I didn't need to watch a Lion King trailer, but yeah. um, going into Far From Home, I think I only saw a single trailer, um, and then going into Toy Story, I didn't see I didn't see a single Toy Story trailer. And that wow. was, yeah, that was awesome. So I, think I saw one. I think I saw yeah. the one that had Key and Peele in it. Um, but I guess, so there. You, so my last three, <laughs> my last three movie experiences have been from the Disney, from the Disney Corporation, and it's that's just the way, like that's just the cinema now. Like it's not. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily on me. I, I mean, it is. I, I've got every reason to go out and go see a twenty four films, but you know when. Uh, 
Diana's got a different taste than myself, so I mean, if I explained to her or we read a synopsis, <laughs> you mansplained. Her. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, I don't know what the hell that is. It's a, what? No. So like this movie that's come out, uh, apparently like everyone's encouraging couples to go see it because I guess it, just to get a feel on how you truly. Oh, the it, yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, couples should yeah. go see it. Yeah, it, it, I, I guess uh, we'll try to go see it. Just you know, does she like horror and gore and stuff? Oh yeah. Well, she we we watched the nun. Oh, that came because that was on Netflix. Oh. It's garbage, but yeah, uh, the, it's because it follows the Conjuring universe. The Conjuring is you know it's fantastic, and um, but it follows Conjuring one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so we watched the nine, and it's just it's just you know jump scare fest. And so we watched that, and I I didn't horror has never been my thing. Like I saw Halloween, I was like, oh this, this is like slasher. This isn't like yeah. this is this is a you can almost take horror and then divide it into other genres, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what um, and that's uh, you know I saw uh, I saw Halloween, and then we did see. Um, us we saw us and i really okay, liked yeah. us um there's another, there's another movie that's doing something different. You, speaking of us did you see that someone took the cats trailer and they played the <laughs> us music over it <laughs> oh my god it's fucking great that's I'm fantastic gonna you that. i'm gonna do that right now but yeah i'm gonna send you this and you need to see it but that's it's fantastic. just it's just the cats trailer and then someone took the the uh, uh, i got five on it <laughs> and they played it over the uh, and they played it over the cats trailer and it's terrifying yeah i mean the cats trailer by itself is terrifying like i i, I still haven't seen that trailer i've seen like bits and pieces of people being like what the fuck is this like why is this uh being made and right i, I don't know um so we're talking about uh like different films right like seeing regardless of if the film like the quality of the film is like good or not it's nice to have these different voices and and one of the one of the things that i've been doing recently is i've been instead of going all the time to the cinema and just seeing like every single disney film and there are a lot like i saw toy story 4 i saw spider-man far from home and i saw um Aladdin. I saw a lot of action Aladdin because I heard it was good. Um, was it? It was alright, yeah. It was fine, but it was Aladdin. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, it's not original. Like, why <laughs> are we making it? Because, like, you know, on a previous pod, like, when uh, it was, when Cole guested, okay. um, we had this discussion and he said, like, movies have always been shit. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, like there, is, yeah, there has yeah. been, like, this, like, this mm. huge, uh, you know, studio, mm. like, we need to make money, mm. so we're just going to make, like, yeah. shitty films. Right. But the shitty films were original. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. that's the biggest mm. thing, in my opinion. Like, right. Just because Marvel or Disney or Star Wars or whatever meets the bare minimum mm-hmm. entry for requirement, like, right. it, it, you know, doesn't mean that that should be the only movie we ever see until we die. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, you're not... We're talking about this before the pod, and it was, uh, uh, like, w- whether whether you're done with mm. Marvel and Disney, and I think I'm at that point. Like, I'm, I've, I've yeah. seen yeah. so many Disney films that... Oversaturation. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I don't care about them anymore. Yeah. And they could release another Captain America, and I'm like, cool, yeah. I don't care. No, I, I remember I remember when we went to go see Endgame, and you were like, yeah, I think I'm done with Star Wars, it's baby stuff. Like, the movie's yeah. for babies. Yeah. And uh, and then I kind of started feeling that way towards um, uh, the the MCU. Like, I'm like, it's, it's fun at the same time. You know, I think, uh, I actually just saw a quote. I was, uh, I saw something, what, what George Lucas told John Favreau when he was making The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He said, George Lucas told him, your audience is the, uh, coming of age kid 
And I'm like, that's that's what all of these movies are made for, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We we don't have yeah. to have like a like like liking dumb baby movies is, is oh fine. it's totally fine yeah yeah and and, and the thing about it is though mm-hmm. um the, the biggest problem is that's all we're getting yeah like all yeah. we're getting is dumb baby movies and then uh, like every once in a while like Ari Aster or Tarantino or uh, Yorgos Lanthimos the 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 Greek director who directed um the favorite like every once in a while these these like true like visionary like auteurs yeah. are coming out and they're actually creating cinema that even if it's bad again even if it's, it's bad it's it's more thought-provoking and it's 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 not movies for babies like they don't hold your hand yeah yeah, yeah. like the ending of like I, I recently i don't know if you've ever seen like um the lobster or the killing of the sacred deer or any of those types of films no so so did you see the favorite no okay <laughs> i'm telling you man i'm behind it's well that's yeah. perfectly fine i highly recommend um the lobster and the favorite especially of, of his two films okay and and they the ending super abrupt like it's mm. it, a lot of people were probably turned off by that but like the ending i was like good i don't want this explained to me yeah of at least the the lobster the, the yeah. favorite kind of ended like yeah in a traditional ending yeah. i guess you know it's it's funny because i saw uh um someone put it in the sense that like you know you know the you know the saying like yeah, there's the two wolves inside of you the one that you, and the one that you feed is the one that or there are two wolves fighting, and then the one you feed—I don't know—I can't remember the quote right now. Yeah, it's but, like uh, some Lacanian bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Else so, uh, someone put that into perspective. It was like, I have two wolves inside of me. I, there's one that says it's okay to go see a movie just to have fun. Yes. But at the same time, going to the cinema is an art form where you should take something from what you saw. Oh yeah. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, let's let's just go see this movie because it's something to do, and it's it's a, you know, let's go buy a popcorn and let's let's do that. That's 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 what everything is now, you yeah. know. It and I think it's more enjoy it's a more enjoyable experience for me when I can go see a movie and I take something from it and I go home and you know you, we've all been there where that movie it sits on your shoulders all the way home and yes. then you get home and you go to sleep and it's still on your mind yes. you know like Annihilation like that movie yeah. that movie fucked yeah. me up like yeah. just straight that was up your favorite movie of, uh, last year right yeah, yeah. it was yeah. it was one of my favorite movies yeah. and I was just like God, it, just yeah. thinking about it the entire time whereas like we're with Endgame right like I've been invested in these characters and I've been watching these movies since I like could breathe probably right and I was like oh like Endgame happened and I it was such it was so long like Endgame was so long but like the the amount of time that Disney has been making these films has been for so long yeah that I, I used to always think like probably you know three years ago if you were asking me like you know, or would you ever get superhero fatigue? I'm like, no, like, how, how, how would I get? I, I love superheroes. Have you seen these movies? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Endgame comes out, and I see it, and I go, oh man, like, this is just like, I don't, I liked it at the time, and then I left, and I just didn't remember it, right? And then I went to go see Spider-Man: Far From Home, right? And I, I. I'm of a different opinion than most people. I, I admit this, but I didn't like. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Josh saw it too. He didn't like it either. Yeah. And uh, no, I didn't either. And neither did Diana. Really? You yeah. didn't like? No. Far from okay. No. I thought you guys liked it. No. Okay. So Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal is like my guy. I mean, yeah. like, so that's that was my biggest draw. Is one Mysterio. Um, you know, uh, what I I don't think I told you this, but like 
to help me escape from my depressing uh, uh, tendencies to follow, you know, politics. Yeah, I have to. I have to get away. And so I think uh, you know I read, was reading Daredevil for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I did jump into Spider Man, and I jumped right into uh, the late uh, the late. Uh, 100 issues of uh, Spider-Man, and there's a really cool run between. There's like a there's a back-to-back issues where uh, he has a run-in with both Mysterio and the Kingpin. Okay. And so, uh, my favorite cover ever so far that I've seen of Spider-Man is like Spider-Man. He's just uh, he's uh, he's just standing there, and it's on a it's on a yellow background, mm-hmm. and then surrounding him is like eight different Mysterios, and he's like cr- surrounded by clouds. Oh, it's cool. really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, that's that's all I that's that's what I needed to see for a while yeah and um you know on the side of me wanting to escape far from home did let me escape mm-hmm. but at the same time what i took from it wasn't great and i think um you took that tony, tony stark was opposed to him in yeah, fashion. Like, the guy's fucking crazy yeah. like, oh, <laughs> like how did i i mean okay so i going into civil war i'll admit i was like i was like okay cap's kind of like losing his mind here right and, I, and then the no, whole time man. i'm like and the whole no time sense. and so yeah i'm like i'm like i mean robert's got a point and then you know the more and more the more and more uh i i look into it and i put a magnifying glass on it, i'm like oh my god tony tony stark <laughs> like what yeah because he he's uh you know the whole i was saying someone who liked this was like me, me and them talking and, mm-hmm. and uh I, I was saying like the whole point of like tony stark's like journey through the film through like 20 billion fucking years at this point of films is like he was a bad guy that turned into a good guy and like it was an evolving process because he was an arms dealer and then he like made what he made a, a, a the most powerful weapon and used it right. for good and by good i mean going to the country and killing right. around people right um 2008 different time folks <laughs> um yeah and then you know uh in avengers one cap's like you're not the person to lay down on a wire and then tony stark proves in in endgame that he is the person to lay down on the wire and then they're like, psych, dickheads, like, he's a techno-fascist. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Like, no. why? Wh- no. Like, yeah. in the interim, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, I may be going out, but I'm going to get my suit of armor around the world. Like, and I'm going to I'm gonna control it however I want to. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to be able to hack into yeah. everybody's phone. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. like, I believe that. Like, I was no. literally, wait, Mr. Stark, like, yeah. Let me put on the glasses. He left a message for you, Peter. You have why people should be a film out. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that other races were bad, Mr. Stark. It's like, not only am I going to do this because I want to do it, but, like, I'm going to let this kid have this, too. Like, this, this guy this guy just got out of high school. You know, he's still, he's still learning. He's still learning how to, uh, you know, not only control his powers, but he's still learning how to be a human being. And I'm just going to give him all of this, this power. This yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal's Christ. like, we all knew that Tony Stark was a great man. You know, he wanted to kill the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... No, like, but but seriously, like, I, you know, I, I think I collectively liked, like, two scenes in that. And, and someone, uh, shout out to my boy from Twitter, at Cognitarian, great, great philosophy, uh, Twitter, or however you say that, poster. He, um, he, he tweeted this, like, uh, he wrote this, like, entire Medium article, because he wanted to go see Avengers Endgame, and he said that, like, he thought that that movie was fascist, right? And I'm like what like at the time i was like mm, i just got out of it and I, I didn't think it was too like too fascist like he was kind of explaining it and like i was like that you know thor being like the god of whiteness like is a little stretch for me 
and then you know uh i just had to eat fucking crow because they're like oh yeah and um tony stark by the way super fucking fascist i'm like mm-hmm. oh okay cool mm-hmm. like i guess yeah. like, you know. okay yeah no yeah I, that's exactly what i took from the movie too uh and i mean so when you when you say the parts so let's at least talk about the parts that we did like what did you like you oh no you said you liked the uh the opening of far from home the, yeah, so the I like, little montage i like yeah. collectively three scenes in that movie and the scenes go as follows oh yeah spoiler alert for all these fucking shit movies by the way <laughs> um mcu i'm talking about um so the first one was I like this opening scene where it was almost like a Tim and Eric skit with the little kids like talking about everyone dying or whatever in the blip or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing that I liked was the scene where Spider-Man was tricked by Mysterio in his like weird Mysterio world, and Spider-Man gets hit by a train. That was pretty dope. I was like, yeah, that's that was pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. Um, which like. It was kind of weird that he got hit by a moving train and was fine, but he's pretty, he's pretty fucked up. But. So it's it, it's it is crazy because I thought um the the spider sense is weird because the it's a, yeah it's almost like it's yeah. almost like there's a degree to which he can actually feel, and I I guess for some reason the the only way I remember it or this is this is just how I perceived it I can be totally wrong this is just comic book shit I don't care yeah. so <laughs> I just thought like I just thought it was just like a, a a reflex to him or it was like a it's like a seventh you know like a sixth sense or an even seventh sense for him I guess yeah so but apparently like I guess he's it's not clear to me if he's just developing it uh, in Far From Home and in, or uh, maybe uh, in Infinity War um, I think he has it because he like. Mm-hmm. It's just like in right. Infinity War is like, or oh yeah, yeah, you know the 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 little uh, I wanna, it was almost like a portal, but you know it comes down. It's one of Thanos's like dispatch ship. ships. Yeah, ship it comes thing. down and he just instantly is like, oh, there's something here. It's like he there's no way he's thinking about that. Like it just lets him know. Yeah. And so it's crazy to me that I guess uh it like wasn't working it wasn't working for all him all of a sudden when he's he's you know battling mysterio and so it's almost like oh no i have to focus for it to work you know yeah so i, I it was strange i guess i thought, I thought it was tied with like his confidence because he's like yeah. a prepubescent teen or something right. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know it may have to do with self-esteem or something or Cause and die, it's fucking hot though yeah <laughs> like he, like i love yeah. like i love the 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 guys who who always complain about these all the guys who complain about these movies for the wrong reason, they're like, women in my film, like, don't get too political now, like, women bad. But no, like, yeah, she's hot as shit. But anyway, the, the, yeah, I mean, the the Peter Tingle, like, that was the third scene that I liked, was when he closed his eyes and beat up the drone and, like, punched this regular dude, like, in the face or whatever. I like Jake Gyllenhaal as well. Mm-hmm. I always like him as an actor. He, he yeah. did a pretty good job. If he's not screaming in a movie, is it even a Jake Gyllenhaal movie? It's not. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like if he's not screaming at himself in a mirror, who's also like, you know, maybe his brother or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Enemy. That's a great fucking movie. And, uh, but I guess. Yeah, I, I like I like Jake Gyllenhaal in it, and I just like Jake Gyllenhaal in general. So that was that was a big draw for me, and that's why I uh, I had to go see it. And um, uh, well, I guess I guess one thing uh, we were talking about earlier. I'm gonna jump back a little bit. You were talking about this is leave the left to podcast. Like leave the left to us podcast. 
We want that's our motto oh, okay. is jumping back and forth. Yeah, hold on. We gotta we gotta go back to this. <laughs> we have to so you, you you mentioned you mentioned uh how we're doing live action. Like the the big thing now, we've had Dumbo live action, a live Aladdin live action. Yeah, yeah. So live action apparent I like these these at the end of the year, like just those live action remakes, like yeah. that's an insane amount of money. Like that's yeah. an unheard of amount of it's money. It's more money than most countries bring in. Yeah, probably. exactly. Yeah. So and then I would I guess using this as an example, I saw this earlier too. Um so Into the Spider Verse mm-hmm. is the lowest grossing Spider Man movie like box office like ever. Yeah. But it's the best Spider Man movie to ever exist. Yeah, because it's like different. Yeah, and no, it's it's not live action. That's why people didn't go see it. Yeah. It's a it's a kid baby movie. Right. right. And that's that's what's so sad because Spider Man that that movie was that movie was the best Spider Man movie because it's what you take what I took from it. Yeah, I had a good time too. Yeah. But holy cow, that's such a like impactful movie. Yeah, you know? it like means something, right? right. It's, it's like the it's, it's like the the, the old Raimi, like mm. the old like one and two of the Raimi's. Mm. Like those are goofy. Like a lot of times yeah. they're goofy as shit. But like they, those actually mean something. It's like a, it's like a a, a vision mm. of somebody mm. because like what we have now with this like Disneyocracy is like Disney controls everything and like you know it's very like all these movies are made by committee right and no like singular voice shines through and when you have in like a thing like into the spider-verse where <clears throat> Sony's like uh, you know they're still probably heavily monitoring it you know to keep their IP in, in right. check but there's like like that movie was so stylistic and it had a voice yeah exactly which is why it's the best Spider-Man right. film because like it, it it allowed its directors to have a voice yeah like like you can you can try to make a case for it all you want at the end of the day i can use so many examples where a director was brought on mm-hmm. and i guarantee you like most of that movie was not up to the director you know oh, yeah. he came in and was like okay you know uh, uh kevin foggy was like so here's how, here's how the, i want this movie to go <laughs> and the director was like uh okay i guess that's how we do things here you know yeah um and then the like the other example uh solo like you know uh, oh, I, could, yeah. I couldn't even remember who uh was it uh lord miller who was doing solo i don't remember who no it was clue. so the lego um, movie guys right yeah 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 so um they that were doing that movie. they they filmed that entire movie and then uh, uh, I guess it was either Kathleen Kennedy or whoever oversees the portfolio, the Star Wars portfolio yeah. at Disney. Um, they they saw it and they were like, no, yeah. like nah, this this movie has uh, this movie's got too much of your label on it, and it has too much. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't have that feel. It probably didn't have that feel good, or it probably didn't have that that happy ending, or you know. And so they brought in Ron Howard, mm-hmm. and I mean, if you, I mean, I guess. Honestly, I couldn't even tell you what else Ron Howard had done at the moment. Um, like the the two that that come to mind. Okay, so he did three that I know about. It's in the heart of the sea, which is that. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and then he did Rush, Rush. right? Yeah, yeah Rush. Rush yeah. Good. And then like uh, the yeah. Had a beautiful mind. So. Beautiful mind. That's the other one. Yeah. Right. That's the wait. A beautiful mind. That's the one where Russell Crowe is like a like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Autistic he, person. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. So they brought in Ron Howard and like I mean just like a, I it was just is it a Ron Howard movie or is it a Disney movie? You know, like that's at the end of the day, I feel like when you bring in a director, uh, you know, the, you're, you're entrusting that product 
I mean, that's what they are to people. The movies are products. To, well, that's what they are to studios. Well, I mean, studios, yeah, under yeah. capitalism, everything's a commodity. Everything's right? a product, and everything has to be everything has to be exploited. Mm-hmm. So movies exploit the shit out of everyone. Yeah. And so I, I'm going to get in a little bit. There's a I'll get into Disneyland a little bit, but I'm never going to Disney World. So okay. Um, so and I know we talked about going to Galaxy's Edge, but no, we're not doing we're that. We're not doing that anymore. We're not now. doing that. So we're going to Harry Potter Land. Yeah. Read a different fucking book. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let's go off on this. Listen, I, let me. I want you to continue your thought yeah. one second. Yeah, let no. me just. So this is this how it works. Go ahead. So, recently, the fucking like Robert Mueller bullshit, the whole Russia Gate scandal, right? Or yeah. Russia Gators, who like there's like no fucking collusion. Like honestly, that's the thing you're pinning Trump on. Anyway, long story long. Uh, there's a picture recently that was released, and it was like these this group of like preteens. Who were like, look who camped out for the Robert Mueller testimony. <laughs> it was like a bunch of teens yeah, yeah. with like the like one of them yeah. had the fucking Mueller report, yeah. like the book. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. And it's like this is what happens when you don't read yeah. any <laughs> other book besides fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> like you just get you yeah. just go which which yeah. house is is Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's cool like Harry Potter, yeah. but like like something else. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> rant. No, yeah, you're good. We're well, going to we're great. going to Diagon Alley yeah. to get butter beer. Yeah, no, Grow it's up and be an alcoholic like a real that, person. Uh, uh <laughs> so <laughs> God, what? <laughs> so I I'm kind of am an alcoholic now. Just a life update. <laughs> so anyway, moving moving back on to uh, we were talking about Disney and you know Ron Howard. I, at the end of the day, the it's to Disney. It's a product, yeah. and Disney World, the Disney movies, the Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Star Wars, the Star Wars movies. They're all products. Yeah, and the wrong people are getting a, sh- a shit ton of money for them. Yeah. you know. So, uh, and then uh, going into this, I, I knew I, we were going to be talking about Disney a little for a little bit, and I saw that uh, there. <laughs> here's a play on words. So a Disney heiress. I know that's like of all things. There, there it is, right there for you. So a Disney era. So she's a descendant of uh, of uh, Walt. Walt, and yeah. he, and I couldn't tell you what her relation is, but she is like, she's like, oh no, like Bob Iger is like a capitalist fucking pig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, listen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. She she like she's like you do not understand the working conditions at Disney World. She was like, you know these 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 middle class and upper class Americans they go they go to the Disney World and they're like this is the happiest place somewhere on earth. Yeah. And, and then what, what's funny about the that is I've Disney I've never not been to Disney World and just did not run into people just screaming at each other, just being absolutely livid because yeah, one well, like. That, that shit's expensive for no reason. Yeah. And two, the people around you that are smiling at you, they're, they're not in a comfortable state of living. God, yeah. No, like, it's it's yeah. absolutely miserable. The wage gap is absolutely insane. And what's crazy is, you know, the, the, the Disney internship is this big thing. Yeah, and in colleges, I, yeah. Yeah, I know, I know this, I know this uh, lady whose daughter went, and it was, like, the most uh, magical thing in the world because she got to work at Disney, and she was like, oh, it's going to look so good on a resume. Yeah. I'm like, like that, that's going to fuck your daughter up, like, like big at- time. 
working at uh, what is it, Auntie Anne's pretzels at the Disney World? Like, like why is first, that going to look good on a resume? First of all, first of all, did you even work? Like, because you, you didn't get paid for that. Yeah. Like you, I mean, you you took time out of your day, and you you exhausted yourself for a company, and what you got out of it was supposed to be intrinsic. Yeah. Like this this is a you can't even you can't even put a dollar amount on the the disney name like it's just you can't at this point yeah so so why why is it okay to to basically enslave people to come work at your park just because they got to say they work at disney right it's the happiest place on earth have a nice day and it's the fuck you like you can hear it in their voice yeah yeah exactly what one of the things that i i wanted to touch on just a little bit about the film industry and like how shit the discourse is around it right now like oh, the, the hashtag discourse yeah. trademark mm-hmm. um especially on twitter is like which is accessible but um so you see these people who we live in this like world now we live in a society, we live in a society. <laughs> oh, I, used last time. I, I know i caught it yeah, so we, we happen to live in, in a uh, society that um you know, places this like huge emphasis on their hobbies as being a core tenet of their personality, right? Right, right. And so you have these people who, uh, you know, love the Marvel films, love Disney, whatever, and you have them like with the Disney initiative, it's like, we're diversifying. Like, we have a Chinese American film, and we have a like an African American film, and we have like a, a peg leg Pete film, and all this yeah, stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. You're, they're not, you know, like that corporation's not your friend, right? Like it's not, it's not something that's doing it out of the goodness of their heart, right? And then you have these people who hear this, and like, if, if the theme of this podcast, if someone was like listening to this podcast and they said, okay, well, we're gonna look at like the theme overall of Leave the Left to Us. It's it's uh, aesthetics versus like actual like how real life is. Um, you know, Disney is a very aesthetically pleasing company. Yeah. It, it has the optics. It, it, it wants to diversify. It gives women prominent positions, right? It, mm. it, it, you know, it does all these things. But at the end of the day, it's not your friend. And no. you have these people who love like the corporation so much, right? Like They're just so in love with it, or at least the properties, that they'll go on Twitter and cancel Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. So we're going to talk about this just a little bit, okay. and I, I want to know I want to know your opinion on it. I don't know if you've seen this recently. I I mean I, the, I don't I don't read too much into things. I try to not read too much into things like that anymore. Okay, but, so but I, I'll need some background. So I'll depress you just a little okay. bit. So Quentin Tarantino, there's a Guardian article that came out recently. It's like it's time to cancel Quentin Tarantino. Okay, and the whole thing read like this like neoliberal like shill guy who's like writing this saying that we need to cancel Tarantino because even though his movies might have merit right they might have merit in the cinema oeuvre right um they're a little too violent against women okay and so I'm sitting here and I said yeah you know there's there's violence against women but there's violence against men too in in Tarantino there's violence to go around in fact like Django Unchained, the shootout, he kills like 70 dudes in that, like, and he kills like in the cabin. girl. And the, yeah, and they, and, <laughs> he yeah. shoots the junk off that dude in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. and so um, he, in, within the article, he, mm. he says, oh, um, you know, uh, 
Well, the, the, he does have violence against men. That's true, but mm-hmm. but it seems like he has violence against women as well. And it, it seems like yeah, it's like yes, like he mm-hmm. he does right. And so you have people now because Tarantino, as a figure himself, is like hashtag problematic. I guess because yeah. he 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 feels like in his films that he gets a free pass to say the N word, which isn't good, mm-hmm. right? Pulp Fiction. I'm not trying yeah. to justify this, but Pulp yeah. Fiction was made in '94, yeah, right? And he, you know, it's a fantastic film. He does. He did write a part for himself to where he could say the N word a bunch of times, right? So he he is like problematic in that regard, right? But the thing about it is to 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 cancel like one of the last remaining American auteurs mm-hmm. and saying like Quentin Tarantino movies. Whew, let me tell you about it. Like we should no longer see them because they're mm-hmm. problematic. Yeah. But we should go see like a fucking shit film like Black Panther or Captain Marvel <laughs> yeah. or Spider Man yeah. from Home. Yeah. What the because there's like African American people mm-hmm. in it? What the right. fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Right. Right, like like you you know, you, you have this like company that's like, Hey, um, Ryan Coogler, like, how about you make a very mediocre superhero film with terrible CGI and not mm-hmm. a really good story? Mm-hmm. Cast a bunch of black people in, it and they're like, "Whoa, like that's <laughs> right. incredible!" Like right. Black Panther nominated for Best mm-hmm. Picture, mm-hmm. and then you have like Quentin Tarantino, who says the N word in his movies, but his movies are mm-hmm. his vision, and they're like, you know, mm-hmm. actually good. Yeah, most of them. His 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 vision for his movies are to tell a story, like a really good story. Exactly. And, yeah, I don't. I don't think Tarantino is out there like, all right, let's put a new product on the shelf. You know, he's he's out there like, no, I've got an idea. I want to use these people to tell a story because I woke up one day and I was like, people need to know this. Yeah. And so like that's that's you know that's that's Tarantino and he always has been Tarantino. That's how I've always interpreted right. him. No, it's like you know why 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 cancel something like that when the other realm of cinema it, it's like I like to use the word product because that's all it is. Yeah. It's a product. It's it's yeah. the, the 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 Disney. Yeah ification of it like yeah. and so I, I responded to this like mm. when people were saying like we need to cancel Quentin Tarantino I was like that's a that's an asinine take one yeah. we shouldn't take it seriously mm. two and three like these people would right. rather see Disney live action films until we are put mm. six feet underground like that yeah. is just how it is and it's like yeah. it's fine to like your dumb baby movie for dumb babies like we said before it's fine to like what you like but at the end of the day, when you have a, a like a director and a visionary director at that, yeah. who has made critically acclaimed films and has added a lot of contributions to cinema as an art form, mm-hmm. then you need to seriously evaluate yourself if you're the person that's canceling that person. Mm-hmm. Right. And we can no longer we can no longer separate the art from the artist. Like, mm-hmm. we can't <clears throat> yeah. look at their contributions. Like, because, mm-hmm. I mean, Woody Allen's been canceled for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to defend Woody Allen, but, no. like, <laughs> Annie Hall. I, mm-hmm. I recently watched Annie Hall, and he has, like, this weird insight into the female psyche that no other person, like, male director I've seen have. Mm-hmm. And And while watching it, I'm like... Wow, this is a really fucking good movie. Like, really mm. fucking good. Mm. And we're just gonna cancel him, like, out of like the 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 film industry, like, completely. Mm. 
Like, as a person, sure, he doesn't, like, don't put him on top yeah, no. whatever. Yeah. Who, who cares? <clears throat> right. But we're just going to, like, retroactively look at his films and go, nothing here. Right. Let's move on. Let's watch the live right. action Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck, you know, second chances and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I can't remember. Um, I guess I, I had a I had a thought on Tarantino and but now I got sidetracked. But yeah, so it's 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 called I mean it's cancel culture now, right? And that what it's called? Yeah. It's it's it's, it's scary. And then though you know, the thing about it is like cancel culture, like you gotta realize, yes, we should you know, we should be able to have a discussion mm-hmm. and we should be able to like talk through uh, you know, problems that we have with people and they shouldn't be able to hide behind their money anymore. Right. Um, but at the same time, like, you cancel, if you cancel mm. everybody, like, the left already canceled Zizek. <laughs> right. Right. There, mm. we're can- the, the, the left-leaning movement in America is canceling left and right and the problem is they're, they're going to come for you too. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're, that, you're that guardian rider. Like, something's going to happen. They're going to come for you too. Yeah. And and it's it, it it's ha- you know it's happening left and right like uh uh not just within the cinema world but within you know the the critical sphere and the art the um, mm. you know the the uh, author sphere and, and and everything else like it it's a uh, it's a mass cancellation and, and what you need to do is you need to seriously like evaluate the type of person like you are right you know yeah. like we need to take the threats or the harassment or whatever seriously but at the same time we need to look at the contributions that this person or people have made to this art form yeah and and take that into consideration mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. right yeah i'm with you um i know i guess well, is that? I guess so. Is Tarantino the the latest victim? Yeah. Or? So they're they're trying to cancel Tarantino and Martin Scorsese. Okay. Yeah. For Scorsese for the same reason, I assume. I I think like he just kind of got lumped in because like people classified it as like white male film nerd shit, mm. and it's like, what are you talking about? I I, I like I tweeted this out. Uh, uh, this guy I was talking about like uh. You know, he said this white male film nerd shit, and then he he posts a picture of Hateful Eight, which with Samuel Jackson's mm-hmm. you know character. Right. And I was like, "Yo," I said, "You know what? I fucking like my favorite part because I'm a white male of right. Django Unchained is just all the just all the great white men in that movie. You know, they're all <laughs> fantastic people. Yeah. yeah, right. It doesn't at all say that slavery is bad. Like it doesn't at all say yeah. that you know African Americans are like yeah. you know." Django and, and the rest of them are fantastic people, right? Like right. it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you know, no, yeah. Like my, like your biggest takeaway was like, wow, like white people had it really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Django and Shane. I was just like, wow, you know, white people have been oppressed for a really long time. You know, white white male nerd shit though. Yeah, yeah. And Martin Scorsese, and the same thing with Martin Scorsese. You know, like he, regardless of what you think of his movies, like they're all they're different. They're not fucking. They're not Captain Marvel, right? You know, so I think that's that was the biggest uh, takeaway from from all that kerfuffle. No, okay. So give me give me your two cents. What, what are you thinking? Well, the no, I, I'm with you on all accounts. I think um, it's, I guess. 
from people, I think a lot, the cancel culture is built on, you know, reactionary, just reactions you know it's yeah. it's a knee jerk yeah and it's uh you know people see something that they i don't know it's it's it, it, it's delicate for me to talk about because i'm, I'm not i don't know I've, i i don't feel that i've been in any kind of you know discussion or any kind of cancel culture because I, I won't try to talk on something if I don't necessarily know as much about it. Yeah, that's, that's, fair. That's, that, fair. that's that's something a lot of people should you know at yeah. least try, try yeah. to do. But, you know, it's like honestly, like some people should shouldn't start a podcast yeah. about yeah. things that yeah. they don't know about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, so well, guess, guess what, speaking buddy? Of, speaking of, <laughs> guess what, buddy? You you just touched my little peepee, so I'm muting you right now. I'm muting you. I'm muting yeah. you right now. So you can talk about it, buddy. So so uh, <laughs> spe- speaking of our a great joke. It's like I reached what he did a long time ago. It's like, what do you call a uh, what do you call a group of white guys? A podcast. podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> fucking great. But no, uh, I mean, we, to me, so what? Think something that should the the cancellation culture should be geared more towards what's going on with R. Kelly, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like well, also like the people who knew about. Like, all that stuff that was happening as well. Like, those people, what about those people? They go, oh, yeah, when you, R. Kelly was fucking 14-year-olds, but, like, at the same time, like, yeah, like, and that's the thing, like, with, with, uh, with the whole Epstein bullshit, right? Like, it's like, uh, was it Chelsea Clinton? Like, some of our faves might be, like, implicated, and, like, we have to stand in solidarity. It's like, you, you fucking ghouls. You knew it was happening. Like, the pe- and they're the people that throw them like throw the people under the bus the most like um uh like Kristen a Democratic primary candidate Kristen Gillibrand that fucking ghoul she she decided like recently oh like uh we need to cancel Al Franken because on the USO tour in 2006 he, there's a skit that a girl signed up for where she wore a bulletproof vest and he pretended to grope her. As like a creeper, mm-hmm. and he wrote the skit and participated in it, so we need to cancel him. It's so, like, and then he he issued an apology. He said, "I'm I'm sorry," and he he issued her a private apology. And at the same time, she participated in the skit. Yeah. And the whole point of the skit was that he couldn't grope her because she was wearing a bulletproof yeah, vest. Exactly. <laughs> that was the whole point. And Kristen Gillibrand, this fucking ghoul, decides to throw him under the bus. And say, like, to further her career. And then she won't even admit that, like, this legislation that she's pushing, where she's like, I think we need to, like, have, you know, victims need to have more, like, power in the situation and stuff. Al Franken fucking wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it's... Right. It's insane. And and those types of people who are, who are so eager to cancel, at the end of the day, like, they're... They're terrible people a lot of the times. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's putting your energy towards you're putting your your cancel energy towards, you know, it, you know, it's it, like I said, it's reactionary. It's it's we we have to cancel this because this is this happened and it's you know it's we don't have to scratch below the surface of that. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's and that's why it's so toxic. You know. Yeah. But I mean, just everything like everything on the internet in general is just absolutely toxic now. Right, it's, it's and I think I think that's why you know this episode, even though we got you know, or at least I got heated, um, 
I think that's why I, I was like, let's talk about movies because, like, mm. you know, we're already depressed. we were going to end up talking about this anyway. We, we're already <laughs> depressed. We won't be more depressed, yeah. you know, yeah. because like it's an art form that you and I both love. Yeah. Um, but what? So I, I guess I, I just want to ask you like one more question though. Like, what do you, we we talked about this in our private life? Mm-hmm. Um. Are you our private only, life? Yeah, our <laughs> private life. Yeah, our joint private life. Um, oh, sorry, Diana. This wasn't supposed to happen over the podcast. <laughs> so I'm an L- yeah. I happen to be gay. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I'm cursed with straightness. Anyway, um, the thing about it is, like, we talked about, are we done with like Disney films, right? And I think that maybe in this instance like cancel canceling something <laughs> is gonna be good maybe maybe canceling disney was the friends they made all along yeah um but what, what do you do you think are you are you done with with disney films or at the very least are you going to be more conscientious about it because i feel like that's where i am mm. we're like i'm kind of basically done with marvel and star wars and i'm going to be more conscientious about like where you gravitate you know you're going to be more conscientious of where you put your energy towards and where you put your harder money towards right exactly yeah. so it's the, the disney for me and for most people you know it's 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 when you, when you you stop taking like I said it earlier, but when you stop taking things from movies and you stop taking messages, then they just become an escape. Yeah, you know, like escapism is the only thing that keeps me sane nowadays. Yeah, like reading and you know and strange TV shows. And speaking of uh, Stranger Things three, I was gonna say Strange yeah. TV shows, but not yeah. Stranger Things three. Yeah, I, I, got, I was about to say I wasn't. No, not. Yo, check out yeah. Euphoria. That's an A twenty four joint. So I, I do we. H when I I haven't watched Chernobyl yet, but uh, you know uh, we jumped out it. We jumped. Hello, Daphne. So we're all we, here. I, oh God! I, <laughs> hey, I, I, I know uh, Comrade. Yeah, uh, Comrade Dostoevsky. Yeah. How are you doing today? <laughs> well, I'm doing good. How about you, Daphne? <laughs> yeah, the Universal Translator was broken on that. One. Sorry, go ahead. But no, yeah, I don't. I don't want to get too into Stranger Things three because then I'll get mad, and then, <laughs> and then. So, just for its poor represent, you know. The, the, did we stop? Are we still going? No, oh, okay. So we were looking at the monitor, and everything just stopped. Right? And then, so my voice had to stop. I was like, did I just lose my voice? <laughs> it's like the only. I, I know I can keep going as long as I see. Hillary Clinton just shot off. She's killing us too. Jesus. So, no, I was watching it. I was watching those little, the little blue uh, indicator. Let me know that you know my feet's coming in. I just saw it stop, and so that let me know yeah, that my, my voice is gone. Like, Wait a minute. So that's crazy how how my brain worked like that just <laughs> for that one instant. So can you remember what I was talking about? So I, I didn't want to. So I, I saw a little bit of uh, a little bit of discourse about Chernobyl, and I saw just enough to be like, no, I'm not putting my yeah. money. T- I'm not putting my energy towards that. A lot of resophobia going on in TV shows right now. Yeah, it's so weird because yeah, like Stranger Things. Stranger things yeah then, like yeah. Uh, i've only seen one episode of that shit and then i only saw one episode of the new black mirror we talked about this like a couple mm, of right ago. right um yeah and uh like i said i'm already depressed as it is so like yeah. no no sense in uh like making my will butrin not work and right fucking, <laughs> yeah. watching Stranger things three yeah. like one was fun 
like that was it. Like they should have just ended it. Yeah, just, you just gotta stop while you're ahead. It's fine to end it. Yeah. You know? No, um, but it's a product, Matt. It's a, not, like you gotta, you gotta. You gotta keep that. You gotta keep. It's a product. You gotta yeah. put more products on the shelf. You know, because people take it off the shelf and and they give you and they give you their hard-earned money. So that's what it's all about. <laughs> so I think we should end um, with. The, wait, hold on. Before we end, did you ever answer the the? the so, so you're, you're gonna, gonna stick, stick with, with with Disney for now? Oh no, I'm not. I okay. I so like so like let's let's imagine I'm I'm in a door frame. So like. I maybe maybe my shoelaces are still in the room, you know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It it'll just take it'll just take one more one more little thing just to kind of push me off, you know. Right. And that and that that'll be enough. But um, yeah, like I, I think what I took what I took from Comic Con and seeing all of the and seeing it on my feed as I scroll, I'm like, yeah. What, what I I noticed like I I noticed that I just kept scrolling past all of this Comic Con stuff, and yeah. I'm like wow like i'm really depressed <laughs> you know <laughs> like it it then that's when it hit me like oh i'm done with this like i i've moved on and that's that's it it hurts but i feel like morally i'm a better person yeah <laughs> you know like i'm really fucking depressed it's and the like, last vestiges of our childhood just like goodbye yeah but like i'm such a, i feel like i feel like such a better like morally sound person like yeah. for myself if if i continue to just kind of drift away from it which i slowly am but like but what sucks is that's interfering here's what's bad about it like it's interfered with just my perception of like movies and cinema like i'm like okay well i'm done with disney so i'm done going to the movies like that's awful you know yeah, what i'm saying like yeah. that's how i thought about it. i was like no 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 no. we gotta think about it. like there's other like beautiful things that are going to hit the theaters yeah the screens and coming to even just going straight to stream or something like that's and i honestly couldn't tell you what's coming out the rest of this year and that's what's sad because like yeah. i i don't even honestly i couldn't even tell you which day it is but like it's just <laughs> You know that's that's what sucks, and that's that, that's the, the the depressed wolf that's getting all of that meat. That's just you know yeah. it's like oh I'm not putting my energy towards this anymore. You know I'm gonna I have to I'm gonna spend my time on the discourse, and then I'm gonna get out, and then I'm gonna go to work. Yeah. <laughs> so work until you die. And yeah. Yeah. And and then that's 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 uh yeah I have to I have to gravitate like I. Speaking of getting depressed, I'm, so, so books a million closed in Ackworth, and so uh, uh, I don't know if we're like location revealers, but we're kind of we kind of yeah, we're, we're okay. Georgia, so, so, are, we, are we talking about this? Hey, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I was like, oh gosh, like now I have to go to like you know I, I can't get my books anywhere. Like, in in books are a dying medium, also that that makes me sad and. It's so, like a lot of things I've been reading. Like I'm reading Mao. Like it's a monster, but like you know, I was sitting on my shelf and I hadn't actually read it. Yeah. So I, I'm reading it. What are you reading? Mao. What is Mao? Uh, you know, uh, fucking comrade Mao. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. like Mao's a okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, China will uh, rule for thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So I've been I've been reading that and uh, it's. It's depressing, but like you know, reading it and I have to have an escape. But like, I feel like uh, you know, no- knowledge is a curse. And you know, I, the more the more I study, uh, the more I study and read and, re- and read other books. The more I stop reading this one thing and start reading other things. You right. Know, it's it's the, the more depressed I get. But like, I feel like morally. 
I feel like I understand where I'm supposed to be, you know, ethically and politically. You know, it's reading, reading, and it's just, you know, it's helped me escape. But at the same time, I'm learning more from yeah. from reading well, and getting I, away from just popcorn movies. You know, I think you're in that like, and I don't mean to presume or anything, but I think you're in that transitionary period where like everything is going to be fucking depressed like oh, depressing yeah. for a while yeah. like you're you're in that stage that i was in like mm. probably a year ago and right. i had to fucking find right like, i had to just work out all the time and mm. like take wellbutrin and now mm. i'm fine but like you're um, fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like a normal yeah. person um but yeah you know like i think that there are you know there are beacons of light like there are like in films there, there are uh, things that are shining through um, like recent examples are um, Blade Runner 2049 okay yeah like, like fantastic yeah. Uh, Annihilation and, and even mm. more recently right Midsummer, uh, right. Hereditary Us like mm. these types of films are important mm. because regardless again regardless of if you like them or if they're like bad films that they, they say something and then they're one singular yeah. voice right yeah. and with like you said with reading or like you know being embroiled in in like politics mm. or philosophy or whatever right mm. like expanding your consciousness i do feel like there is going to be a period a transitionary period where you 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 <clears throat> become really depressed but like you also have to find like that that thing that 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 small sliver of enjoyment that like you can you yeah. continuously find and and that like you know that's just a you know it's it, I think everybody who is like smart goes through that mm -hmm. I feel like yeah like everybody who reads you know <laughs> yeah. goes through that and um you know eventually like you'll get to a place where you'll like like i said you'll say hey, i'm a normal yeah. person i'm fine yeah yeah but you know it's <laughs> it's or you could just be autistic <clears throat> like i am you know? so so the what, what's it, it is going to be like that because the my current job situation is an eight to five office job. Yeah, and like you know the the famous uh, SpongeBob. You can't join ISIS anymore. Like, no, that's, not, that's gone. Like no. we got rid of that shit. Yeah, so uh, I had to, I had to cross that off the you know the list. Yeah. So you know the 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 famous like uh, I guess it's uh, it's from an episode of SpongeBob, but it's also like a gif where it's just a guy and he's got the same facial expression. Like he wakes up in the morning, he has the same facial expression. He gets in the car, he's sitting in traffic, he's got yeah. the same facial expression. You know um that's that's slowly like i am <laughs> i feel that on a spiritual level yeah and i know that's that's what a lot of people feel yeah but i feel like they say that just because they're bored but like no like until you really feel the that you are like being held hostage by by your government and you're, you're being held hostage by some like a system that you're just happen to be born into you didn't ask to be born into it you just were yeah. you know it it's just it it's you know, the the more the more I know about it, and the more the more time I spend in my own thoughts, and the more I spend, you know, around other people, and it's it, it, yeah, it's rough. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be in that, it, like you said. I'm in that that transitionary period where I have to find something that'll keep me going. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you know, going to the gym will help. I, I live beside an old football field now. It has a track, and so I like to go run. Okay. 
but it's like 100 fucking degrees here in Georgia. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been getting a lot of sun. I'll tell you what. Like, I'll tell you mm-hmm. my routine. I take my Wellbutrin 300 milligrams mm-hmm. XL. There you go. Fantastic. There you go. Get you some antidepressants. There you go. Um, the second thing is I work out like almost every day. There you go. And it's just like an autistic routine now. Like I have to do it. Mm, right. Um, you know, I, I will read or I will, um, like watch baseball. There you or go. I'll like yeah. watch, watch TV or, or watch a, a film that I enjoy mm. or a film that like makes me feel something. Cause I'm right. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing also. Like, you know, with, with, uh, Disney films, like the, the newer, like the, all the Marvel shit, like you don't feel like you just kind of like every once in a while you'll feel something, but like the true catharsis, like air, like Aristotelian catharsis that you need yeah. to like experience, plunge those like negative emotions out like you need to get that in a you know in something that makes you feel makes you cry right like you know and um so i do that and then i've been getting sun like i i I, I highly sun helps yeah Yeah. so well i mean it's it's been a it's been a pretty uh I think we did okay. Yeah, I think yeah. we did. We did fine for uh, the first, you know, first, yeah. first Austin. We we, we didn't really uh, talk about, I guess, a single movie, but I, don't know, I guess we didn't really did have to. Well, well we talked about, you know, we talked about Spider Man and and Game and Hereditary and you know all that. Well, there we go. All that stuff. So all right. Okay. So I actually have not talked that like continuously in a while, so like my throat is actually like really dry. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so. So we'll see you later. I'm gonna try to sign off with a okay. my, my Bernie, Bernie Sanders impersonation. <laughs> like the the Disney needs to be taken to the big one, and that is 